0: Are you looking for sustainable, optimized packaging solutions? At Smurfit Kappa, we use our global experience and local knowledge to provide fit-for-purpose packaging solutions for the most complex supply chains. From packaging design to machine systems, we're a fully integrated packaging provider. We can work with you to minimize operational complexity and help you move to sustainable packaging. Contact us at smurfitkappa.com. Smurfit Kappa. Open the future.
1: Welcome to the Packaging Europe podcast. My name is Elisabeth Skura and today we're taking a closer look at the exciting world of smart packaging. The Active and Intelligent Packaging Industry Association, AIPIA, has the aim to connect packaged goods manufacturers and processors with active and intelligent packaging products and services. It covers a wide range of products and innovation, ranging from antimicrobial packaging, nanotechnology to NFC and RFID technology and printed electronics. The association recently appointed Stefan Pick as the new chair of its advisory board. He takes over from Dick De Corning of PAX, who will stay a member of the board. Uh, Today, I'm pleased to have Stefan Pick and Dick De Corning with me to take a closer look at this fast moving and exciting industry. Uh, So yeah, welcome uh, Stefan and Dick and uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast today.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for inviting us.
1: (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was wondering, um, could you give us a bit of background on IPA? Um, When was the association set up and what are its goals?
2: Yeah, sure. Just to explain a little bit about myself. um, I've been active in the packaging industry for almost, well, around 40 years. Uh, Worked for global brand owners on the payroll uh, innovation departments like Unilever, Heinz, Cadbury, but also at Converters and and contract packing uh, industry. Very curious and and always interested in new technologies and uh, new packaging concepts. Eight years ago, started my own company together with uh, my partner, business partner, uh, Johan Glazer, and we are supporting uh, uh, brand uh, owners and and other companies in supply chain, um, specifically on smart packaging, smart sustainable packaging. And it's about the same time that uh, our company started. I got in contact with Yves de Ferrante, who just started his uh, uh, community, uh, AIPIA. I was intrigued because um, he was uh, chasing new technologies and building a community, um, starting very small on a global scale to get people interested in um, intelligent and active packaging. Um, And as his background is in logistics, he was very much focused on uh, sustainability uh, that is to say that um, he had this vision to decimate supply chain costs uh, through active and intelligent packaging, reduce waste, and therefore um, increased uh, uh, the profitability of, this, of his members and, and, the, and the total community. So it, it was founded in 2012. And uh, I vividly remember that that um, the first Congress uh, was held in Tokyo during the Tokyo Pack. And we had just started as a a company. Uh, And at that time I was not yet uh, uh, connected to AIPIA, but just having my own company. And I decided with my uh, uh, business partner to go to Tokyo, to the Tokyo pack, because it was all all on on my wish list for a very long time, because I think this is one of the most uh, intriguing and most innovative exhibitions in the world. Uh, And that was at the time we still could go to exhibitions. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eve was also having there uh, his first global congress, and that was an amazing experience. At that time, how it started, it was a small group of people, I think around 50, 50 delegates attended from over the industry, brand owners, service providers, technology uh, owners, and um, there was a lot of excitement, mainly due to um, electronics that came up that uh, could be possible to implement in packaging. Uh, that could connect to the to the internet for what, per, whatever purpose. And at that time it was really very much technology driven. So how it started was that there's, there were a lot of new technologies coming up, a, a lot of new concepts that were promoted and uh, brand owners thought well this is this is this is opportunity um, and, and this is how it all started. Uh, so really from a push <laughs> scenario, uh, and I remember that the, the NFC forum uh, was present. And I know there were a lot of debates around, okay, uh, uh, we have Android uh, and, and there's Apple. And uh, unfortunately, Apple is not yet open for NFC. So, but it, it was a really nice time because it's, the, the, not a lot of stuff was very clear. I think what the, the, the purpose of, of, of EVE was bringing people together because there were so many specialism in, in this area and we all needed each other. And therefore, there was a lot of uh, energy uh, because f- some uh, companies in NFC, for instance, said, finally, there is somebody interested in picking this up for the packaging uh, uh, industry. Um, but it's not just NFC as a technology. You have, to, you have to, to have software. You have to have hardware. You have to have... A purpose, you have to have uh, needs and insights from a brand perspective, how do we make this work? It was a great ride in conferences and, and exchange of information and, and building the community. I think we have now more than 2,000 member companies uh, on a global scale, and um, the last physical congress that was held in Amsterdam, uh, There's about more than 500 people attending uh, in the old Stock Exchange building in Amsterdam. Stefan, hey, you've been there also quite some time, so also presenting. It, it's, it's really a very lively event um, where I've, I've seldom see events that people are so open and, and not seeing each other as, as competitors because it's such a new business. So yeah, that's so where we are now. Unfortunately, last year uh, due to COVID, we um, we had to go to a digital uh, setup, an online setup instead of physical. That's a that's a shame, obviously, because it's it's far more effective to uh, to exchange information and physical. But um, we succeeded very much last year to bring uh, the DNA of a AIPIA uh, in a uh, in an online setting with a lot of challenges and, and, and speakers from a Brenton perspective and service providers and, and, and exhibition. So yes, there's, there's a lot going on and, and um, I'm, I'm uh, very happy that, that we could build this online uh, as well and, and also in, a, in an effective way.
1: Definitely, yes, I attended the um, online event and also the one, the event in, in Amsterdam in 2019 and uh, found both really interesting. So, uh, yeah, you alluded to it, obviously, the area of smart packaging covers a huge field. Um, could you tell us a bit more about uh, what kind of, or give us an overview about what kind of packaging uh, the association covers?
2: It's in it the name active and intelligent uh, packaging. So, um as, as a, an umbrella, it's, 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 it's smart packaging. So basically it's um, packaging that sort of enhances uh, the product quality uh, through physical inhibitions in the material, um, talking about oxygen scavengers or um, ethylene um, providers. So it, it's, it's all about how do you incorporate uh, molecules of a certain kind so that the shelf life uh, of the product increases or that the quality remains good for a long time. So extending extending shelf life. And that has been very successful in, in a couple of um, uh, product uh, areas, um, like poultry, for instance. Um, and um, the other part is uh, uh, intelligent packaging. And that what we've seen is, is very much about the technologies are all about how do we connect uh, the pack, the physical pack, with uh, the um, uh, the internet uh, and the, the digital, the digital world? And there's there's a lot of technology behind it. Uh, the, 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 what, what it's all about is 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 um, um, it's it's all about data or data exchange. But you have to connect. And there are certain ways to connect. You also already mentioned electronics or print electronics, which has developed extremely the last eight, nine years that I've been involved. We're talking about RFID, NFC, so you can just tap your phone and connect a printed chip or whatever to the, to the internet. But there's also yeah, there's a camera on a phone or there's a camera on a special device and you can connect through a unique QR code or you can connect through a barcode or you can connect through a um, embedded sort of embedded um, artwork, uh, something in the artwork that is sort of altered, and then you connect it to, to the internet. Digital water, watermarks, which, which uh, is a very interesting development. Uh, we've seen from from Digimark and Filigrate that uh, with, with a sort of invisible watermark, Uh, You can also connect, which gives you, and and that sort of is a very low cost application and and can um, support also end of life sorting of uh, packaging materials. Because we all know that um, uh, that there's a lot of different plastics uh, being used in in, in packaging and uh, we all want high grade um, end of life sorting of packaging materials. And this could really uh, support um, uh, higher quality resins uh, uh, in end-of-life settings. So it's connecting. What is also um, a very interesting uh, field is uh, sensing. So we see now packaging coming up that senses uh, impacts. Um, Some products are vulnerable and you don't want any impact. You can sense temperature, you can sense pressure, Um, You can sense oxygen, so uh, it almost seems unlimited. The the only limitation, perhaps, is sustainability behind it or cost involved. Uh, But if you have sensing and you have um, an ability to connect uh, through your smartphone or through a special device with the internet, you can exchange data about the quality of the product at that time, or is it in the right markets? Is it uh, authentic? Yeah? Um, it's all about uh, building trust. Consumers. One of the big problems worldwide is, especially in, in some geographical areas, is that um, a lot of products bottles are refilled with a, a non-genuine product. Yeah? Uh, we all know that uh, in certain areas, 50 percent. Of the spirits that are being uh, um, sold are, are not genuine; uh, the counterfeit. Uh, same with with pharmaceutical products. Um, so it's it's all it's about authenticity. You can detect if, if products are in grey markets, but also very importantly, you can uh, en- engage with your um, end customer, with your consumer, uh, so that um, um, and that is, I think, one of the big challenges is um, we see a lot of developments in this area, and it's all about how do we develop a concept with connection to the internet to provide relevant uh, data or a relevant experience uh, for the consumer uh, in, the, in the right price setting. Also interesting development is blockchain. Uh, we've seen that um, through a system of, of genuine data, uh, that, that you can really track uh, the provenance of products if uh, you can organize uh, uh, in this system whether uh, farmers uh, have, uh, are being fairly paid for, for their products. And that's all through smart intelligent packaging nowadays. So it's, it's, uh, it's amazing how this uh, uh, area has, has been developed.
1: Mm, absolutely. Yes. Um, I was going to touch on that as well in my next question. Um, how have you seen active and intelligent packaging grow and develop during your tenure as, cha- as chairman? I would, I would imagine there have been quite a lot of, uh, changes I'd imagine in recent years.
2: Yeah, as I said, it, it was, it was, it started really small and, um, I, I think what sort of, there, there were always, there was a stream of developing active packaging materials. So, um, we have quite some some members who are very actively involved in um, developing very specific material to enhance uh, the product quality, um, helping by releasing agents and that are food approved, or uh, whether it, if it's other materials it doesn't need to be food approved. But um, so this is this is uh, this has very much developed, and I think what really made this area big is the QR code. I know that the first time we went to Japan, and we, we uh, everybody was very hesitant. to said, well, QR code is dead. And it's amazing that on a global scale, what you see that now uh, uh, the, the QR code is being used uh, to, to easily connect with your camera because obviously smartphones uh, have uh, evolved and, 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 and developed. So it's much easier to... Um, to connect uh, with your smartphone. You don't need to download a special app. So you have instant uh, uh, access through your camera. Um, And also what's made it um, develop very fast is that GS1, uh, as a code uh, provider, every QR code now can have have its uh, um, own um, code. So uh, that's, that's, that's sort of especially in the world of anti-counterfeits that has really grown uh, the business. So we, we, we saw a lot of um, anti-counterfeit applications um, and that sort of also started to, um, to build a platform for consumer engagement. Because if, if you have a consumer uh, testing uh, the, the, the provenance or the authenticity of a product, you can also build a story around it. Um, and and provide relevant information so unique codes um, and QR codes have d- driven uh, the, the the speed of, of uh, implementations in the uh, on a global
1: scale mm, absolutely yes and um, you've touched upon it already in um, previous answer because um, you mentioned um, for example digital watermarking for um, recycling and um, do you have any uh, other examples about where smart packaging has helped to solve some of the challenges the world faces today, like in um, the areas of sustainability, food waste, and product safety?
2: It's 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 really good that you that you bring these three together because uh, I think these are all uh, um this sort of umbrella for sustainability. So this is all about sustainability yeah? because it's if you have uh, if your products are not safe and you have counterfeit products, you you're losing your product value and you're losing products in the system. Um, so we, we have uh, seen a lot of uh, uh, implementation in the market with uh, product safety, uh, temper evidence, So There are solutions that um, if you open the pack and you connect again, uh, then you can see that the pack had already has been opened. So that, that, uh, that gives a, a, a very safe uh, feeling for, for consumers. Um, and what's, what is now being worked on a lot and, and already also in the, in the market and, 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 and being tested is, um, for instance, dynamic shelf life. Uh, we see a lot of uh, food waste in the, in the chain because basically a lot of products uh, product packaging combinations are, are being over-specified. So uh, there is a shelf life um, uh, best before date uh, on, on the products. But, but usually, if, if products are being handled the right way, um, they, they, they're, they're good to go for, for even sometimes weeks after. So if we can develop systems um, really to know the product quality at a certain time, then we avoid uh, a lot of um, uh, products that are going to the waste bin because the date has passed. Hmm. Um, and this is um, a very, I think, a very interesting area.
1: Hmm, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I was also, you've, you've also uh, touched upon that already. Um, I was wondering about the role of smart packaging um, and the consumer sort of uh, in the area of consumer interaction or as a sales tool. Do you have any examples for that, maybe?
2: And, and, and I think this is this one of the critical areas. And, and uh, I think also Stefan can, can enlighten us on that because he is, he's doing a lot of work on that. But from what I see is that it, it's, it's all about... Um, there, there is a need at consumers to know um, relevant information. Uh, for instance, uh, if you're allergic uh, to some sort of ingredient, then it's um, very convenient... To seamlessly connect and to see whether this product uh, can harm you or not, um, and and this is sort of information that uh, that we see nowadays. So people are interested about where does my product or the ingredients of the product, where do they come from? So we see uh, with blockchain initiatives, we see intelligent packaging uh, making the complete supply chain transparent. Uh, what were the farmers? Uh, uh, were they paying? Uh, the the right amount uh, of money for the for the produce Uh, so provenance uh, fair pricing is um, uh, really coming up we have seen uh, quite a bit of um, uh, introductions lately where uh, this has been made uh, uh, transparent and I think that's that's um, I I very much like this uh, um, uh, new developments because um, I think we need talking about sustainability this is all this is also this also it's not just about end of life but it's also how did it start, and uh, uh, yeah, are we are we doing this in uh, in, in fair play? Um, so and and it's all also how can we build trust with consumers, and that's you see also that's um, uh, through authenticity, etc. Um, quite a, quite a bit of introductions that are using technology um, to make consumers feel comfortable. Mm. Um, but also what we see is that, yeah, it, it's very important that you, um, you develop it in the right way, you speak the right language. You, you, that, it's, 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 it's very critical that, because consumers are, are um, they, they don't have a lot of time to, um, to research and it has to be seamless, it has to be quick, it has to be relevant, so, mm-hmm. and that is the challenge.
1: Absolutely, yes. Um, would you like to add anything
3: to that, Stefan? You have to understand a little bit of my background. So I, I you know, I was in technology since 28 years. In fact, I started uh, with RFID at that time, and uh, that's how, how I came along and also across with AIPIA at EVE at that time. So, you know, like you hear from, from Dick, and Dick has been doing a great job uh, with the whole team to develop the whole market and everything. But you you hear very well that, you know, like everything in the beginning, everything starts with technology, everything starts with ideas, with concepts and things like that, which is absolutely fine. That's the nature of it. And uh, and I believe that, you know, the, the this association did very well in bringing all the different stakeholders together. But now we come to the point where, you know, we have to uh, stop to talk all only about technology, right? Even if I love technology, but at the end, it is all about what is the value, what is the business case, what are the use cases behind, specifically for the brand owners, which will probably pay most of the costs related to to the smart packaging aspects, but as well, you know, what is the value for the consumers, what is the value for the users, how do you create, um, you know, customer retention now that in the future uh, it has already been in the past, but now even further with COVID. Uh, you see that the online activities of course increase and as well for you know, all industries, including food and everything. So, you know, how do you differentiate yourself as a brand owner in the new world? Because you will not be able to be active in a retail store anymore, right? This, this is gone, it will perhaps come back hopefully, but you know, there will be a certain, certain percentage which is gone forever. So you know the question will always be how, as a brand owner, how do you create the business case behind? How do you create value for the consumer and for the for the user of this packaging and the product itself? Um, Because this will drive the adoption of it, right? So right now we have been going in the past through a lot of interesting phases uh, where we believe you know the technology is here, technology is approved, it works, that's fine. But how do you bring this now into a global reach? How do you make sure that this gets adopted in the right way? And this—the only answer to this question is about the business case. Unfortunately, it's all about, you know, how do you how do you create value for all the different people? Um, so, you know, I think we need to switch now to a, a specific focus, which is really around the business case. So, specifically, specifically for those who have to invest into this technology or into the into those concepts and uh, you know, talking about the consumer, how do you increase the retention now that retail is gone or nearly gone, uh, you, know, you need uh, the new battlefield is not retail anymore, the new battlefield is the home, is the, the place where, you, where your product will be used, where you, your package will be used. So you know, those brand owners need to be very creative in you know, how do I differentiate myself from a my competition and, uh, and the differentiation is not anymore about placement or price or things like that it's really about experience how do you increase experience how do you increase value how do you interact with your with the user and with the consumer in the right way in order to retain those uh, those as a client and, and and here technology comes to play right but but I think that the smartness is not only about technology it's also really about how do you use the, the, the packaging later on in the first second third, so I, I really think uh, the association as such has to move very strongly into the business aspect, not forgetting the technology aspect. It's still very important because this is laying the base, laying the ground, and there's a lot of innovation going on. But as, ma- as, ma- as much as, as well, we need to focus on the business aspects to enable those technology to be applied and being implemented.
0: Are you looking for sustainable, optimized packaging solutions? At Smurfit Kappa, we can work with you to minimize operational complexity and help you move to sustainable packaging. Contact us at smurfitkappa.com. Smurfit Kappa, open the future.
2: Thank you very much for that, Stefan. That's that's and really enlightening. To add on that, we are now uh, with AIPAA involved in a project uh, talking about business cases um, where we see that the The whole supply chain needs to be reviewed. Uh, if If you look at if it's beneficial to place uh, an intelligent sensor on a food product that can avoid uh, food loss, one of the topics now is um, who's going uh, to pay for that? Because if if in the end the retail is benefiting benefiting from it, um, but the brand owner has to pay for it, or somebody else. So it's it's all about how do we deal with the add-on costs um, in a supply chain environment where sort of where there's mutuality in, in, uh, in having these costs sort of transferred in, in the whole supply chain? And that is, that is a challenge.
3: I fully agree with you. I, I think just to add on that, you know, the, the complexity of a, of a value and supply chain is of course very high because you have many different stakeholders with different interests. And it's always like this, right? Uh, that someone is investing, in another could benefit. And you know, it could be coming that you know you will have business models where you 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 know you collect the data and, and you you pay the data so that you finance the technologies through the usage of the data through the usage of the value. So you know there could be again different business models which are enabling the distribution of the costs to the ones who have the benefit, who as well have uh, you know access to the data or to the technology. So. We need to think in in, you know, in new ways. We also need to re-question everything. Um, and also, I, talking about the value in supply chain, what we see. And you know, still, I'm still working for Accenture, so I am having daily contacts with those brand owners and companies which are interested in, in uh, smart packaging. And I see definitely that you know one of the major points is as well. Talking about the business is that you know there are two different aspects. The one is really the the, company, uh, the companies which are focusing on kind of more track and trace more visibility of, of the products and you know which could be by different reason they're doing that right but that they have a they have specific people coming from operations coming from 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 R&D from manufacturing and so on and so on and then there is a second uh, group of stakeholders in the company which is more coming from the marketing side from the user perspective which are trying to engage with client to uh, you know to see how can they increase value and like I said you know how can I differentiate my product from from the competition and uh, funny enough it is that in most of the companies those two stakeholders are not talking to each other they're still in silos um, but in fact you know they would if they would um, go together they would find out that you know, specific type of technologies and specific as well serialization as a base would help them to do accomplish everything both together. Uh, you know, so you can you can combine all these different aspects of operational efficiency through track and trace, in, including as well the customer interactions. Uh, you know, through uh, through smart and intelligent technologies um, in, into into one one business case. So you know, and then suddenly it becomes very attractive. But, you know, this side has to be broken, first of all. So it also um, requests a company to have a little bit of visionary aspects and perhaps as well a top-down approach where, you know, some C-level or management level also drive this as, as a whole, as an end-to-end approach, uh, where smart packaging, in fact, is influencing the whole company and making a, a even a visual transformation change to the company because, if you include smart, introduce smart packaging as an end-to-end approach, it will affect all the departments. It will affect as well your product, it will affect your, your packaging, it will affect the services, will affect how you collect data and everything. So it is a transformational approach which company have not realized yet. But I hope that you know coming on uh, with the time being that we will be able to really to raise this awareness to show the companies what are the, uh, the use cases, the implications, the opportunities and as well, the business aspects behind, uh, behind it.
1: Yeah, definitely um, breaking down silos and joint up thinking is um, key to moving forward. Absolutely. I was wondering, um, are there any other sort of roadblocks and challenges uh, when it comes to uh, taking um, active and intelligent packaging further that you would have observed? Or, and do you have any thoughts about how to overcome them?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, the the business aspect is definitely the the major one, in my opinion. But of course, there are some other ones like interoperability, you know, the data and everything. Like I said, as soon as you talk about different stakeholders or a chain or a value supply chain, you know, how do you make sure that uh, all this data is floating back? Uh, Let's take an example. If I'm a brand owner and I invest in smart technologies or smart packaging, and, you know, at the end, the consumer will collect data. Uh, then you know, perhaps it's through a QR code directed my website and I'm a winner. Perhaps it's not that. Perhaps it's also through uh, an environment of a smart kitchen or a smart environment which is collecting the data. And suddenly I need to build, you know, let's take an example of a, a food uh, CPG company. Then suddenly I'm forced to build relationships, for example, with you know, kitchen providers, which white goods providers, where I have to assure that I get access to the data. Um, so you know that they, they they, 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 you have to think in a different way. You have to think in different ecosystems, um, and it's also also related to interoperability. A platform will be a, a specific play. Standards will be a play. Uh, you know all these different aspects, and I hope that AIPIA can be a, a major driver in those aspects in order to reduce those those barriers and also increase the adoption.
2: Yeah, if I, if I can add to that, what has all also been on the agenda the uh, last couple of years is that um, obviously we are very much focusing on uh, the circular economy and there has been uh, a lot of emphasis on circular, circularity of materials. Uh, so therefore, smart packaging can help uh, with this digital watermarks in, in sorting. But if, if we move to incorporating sensors, or um, NFC RFID in packaging, then uh, we need to make sure that this also fits the uh, uh, circular economy. And um, in my view, I think the the benefits of uh, smart packaging and um, saving uh, food waste uh, has a, a far bigger impact than the circularity of materials. But uh, uh, we have no choice. So we, we, we need to make sure that everything we develop, because all pledges that Global Brand has made is that uh, they, they want to have 100% recyclable uh, uh, concepts uh, in their portfolio. So we have to make sure that, uh, and, and we see some extremely good developers now with uh, graphene uh, being used as a material in um, um, uh, NFC chips uh, instead of silver rings or, or aluminium. So just uh, we, we see a lot of pressure to to build sustainable uh, concepts and materials and um, so it's, it's I don't think it's a road but it's, it's, um it has it, it has had more focus uh, lately and that's and that's good because we need that if we want to implement sustainable, uh, systems and packaging.
3: I fully agree, Dick. And if I just may add something here, uh, I think it's, you know, uh, at the end, um, the digital transformation aspects, and this is how many companies see it now, is, is not only technology, it's as well as sustainability. Um, and, you know, and, and, and sustainability is still seen for many companies as a hurdle, as a pain uh, sometimes, or they do it for. Marketing purposes or positioning or whatever. I mean, of course, some of them I really take it serious. I'm, I'm not saying that, but but no, it's still a hurdle. It's a, it's more a pain than it's natural, and this has to change. And also the the this transformation which I was talking about is should always include a sustainability part, uh, because you know in in the future if you're not taking this serious and if you're not uh, are able as well to show and prove that you're doing something good in the chain and also having sustainable material and also doing track and trace it's coming from the right source and so on and so on if you're not able to do this then customer will lose trust in your brand in your product uh, and specifically also you know you 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 will get into into a, a situation where you don't want to be so it is very important that uh, like you said dick uh, sustainability becomes was part of the DNA, part of the approach from, from the beginning. Perhaps it's not possible to do always 100% everything sustainable, but you know it, it has to be part of the roadmap. It has to show that you have the technology and the approach and as well the thinking uh, of uh, being sustainable in a certain way. Completely agree. Yeah,
1: hmm. Absolutely, yes, I'd, uh, I'd agree with that as well. Um, I was wondering uh, if you're able to say, I don't know, what um, innovation in sort of smart packaging or active and intelligent packaging has impressed and excited you the most in recent years, and why?
2: Uh, from my perspective, uh, um, I was very much impressed. There's a couple of concepts uh, launched in the market, which can obviously bear some some extra costs, and it's it's ob- it's about pharmaceutical products with. Um, sensors and connectivity that um, improves patient's adherence. So um, if, if you connect a, uh, a pot or, or a dispenser um, and, and we, we've, we've seen that there are some pretty expensive uh, medicines in the market, uh, you're talking about sometimes $200 uh, per, per pill. And also um, if you, th- there are uh, medicine being prescribed, that and, and that you need to make sure that that uh, a patient uh, really takes every pill, every single pill, then it's really worthwhile to to spend some money um, to exactly know through sensors and smart technology that every uh, pill has been taken. So this, and this, this is amazing. What what is what is uh, because this is fully integrated with sensors and connectivity, and also the the user sort of interface uh, that to, to make it very seamless and accessible and also for elderly people. Um, that, so that was that one thing that very much impressed me That and that is uh, really live on the market. And I think the other that already was mentioned is the digital watermark, it seems so, because th- this is something that can, um, you, you do not need to add something to the pack. It's uh, something in the artwork, uh, or in the mold, if you uh, incorporate it in, in injection molded or, or thermoformed product, um, it's, it's the idea is simple. It's, it's not simple to implement, but the idea is simple, and you, you can use it for um, uh, at, at the cashier to, to replace the barcodes, uh, but also uh, end of life to sort uh, the right plastic or right the right materials. That, very impressive,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Would you like to add anything, Stefan?
3: Yeah. I mean, there has been a lot of uh, technological uh, innovation going on in the last years, and you know, I'm always impressed what comes up next, and uh, and, and the, the innovation cycle is very, very quick. Um, I'm I'm always impressed about everything which uh, facilitates and also inc- increases the experience of the consumers. This is mainly, you know, through uh, you know the mobile phones, of course, because mobile phones are the kind of access to the consumer world. And uh, you know, what I liked in the, in, the, in the recent uh, years is really the web AR. So, being able to do uh, AR, uh, sort of modern reality applications, without an, uh, having a, an app, I think this is the the, the right way to go because. Uh, you know, having an app on a consumer basis is uh, is kind of the killer. Uh, so you don't want to have an app. You need to have uh, very easy access, uh, easy um, kind of uh, uh, experience, uh, which you can bring directly to consumers. And uh, you know, everything which is related to uh, platforms, to the mobile phones, and all these things. This, I think, there's a lot of innovation going on, and I'm always very impressed to see what's going on, what, what is in this aspects. Also, the whole. Computer visioning uh, thing, you know, like you said, dick uh, uh, around the watermark. But you know, you can also, without any watermark, you can identify just with a normal camera, um, you know, uh, a unique uh, kind of unique product through being, you know, able to granularly dive in into the packaging. So there's a lot of things going on, a lot of innovation, and I think we will be surprised every day. I'm looking forward to that and. Uh, I really think that, uh, you know, the, and again, if we are able to increase the adoption, then also the innovation will as well increase, because the more demand we, we are able to create, the more companies are going to uh, put some money into innovation. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Mm, absolutely. Um, yes, that was um, actually going to be my next question, uh, Stefan. Um, what are you most looking forward to in your role as um, IPHM? And, and also, what are your plans for taking the association forward?
3: Yeah, so I don't want to repeat myself, uh, but but uh, you know the, the major point is really I think we need to uh, put the business aspects into the whole into the whole game. Um, so you know I, I'm already talking to Eve about different plans, different activities which you could uh, kick off in order to bring the value of this whole uh, technology and the concepts and everything which is around, uh, you know more. Into business aspects, so that uh, also the brand owners or whoever will invest into uh, into those concepts and technologies will will be willing to do it. And also, you know, we need to find smart and clever ways to uh, also facilitate the adoption. Um, so, um, you know, there are some plans which I cannot share yet because it's not uh, 100% finalized. But but I think uh, I hope that we will be able to further move on and build on the great work with 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 uh, Dick. Dick and the team did already, um, uh, with a little bit of a business twist to that and also see, you know, how can we, in addition, also uh, make sure that uh, we also bring more value to our members.
1: Hmm, Sounds great. And um, yeah. in conclusion, looking to the future again, um, I was wondering what potential do you see for smart packaging? How could it have developed in the next um, five or even 10 years?
3: The sustainability part will even more and more come, um, you know, with new technologies, with new ideas, concepts. And I also believe, I'm a big believer in, the, as I said, in the usage of packaging, so the second life of packaging. I think there's much more potential here, which I'm not at all uh, using, not even scratching the surface. Um, I think there is a there is a We already feel it uh, from extension point of view that there's a lot of new ideas, new requirements from from customer side, from client side, but they're still kind of very narrow to specific one or two specific use cases. And I hope that we can really bring the industry uh, together and also raise awareness how this end-to-end approach will would even bring further value and also increase the adoption. I think it's all about awareness now it's all about the business now um and i hope that in the coming years not only from technology point of view we will make some additional steps not only from sustainability point of view we'll do as well our 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 work but in addition uh we would like as well to focus on on the business case and the adoption in order to you know because it's a loop when when you have the adoption and of course the, the rest also uh, increases And so I believe that there is a big potential for the industry to become very big and also for AIPIA to be even more significant and important player. So I I hope that I will be able to contribute to this growth.
1: Do you have anything to add to that, Dick?
2: Well, I'm I'm really happy that uh, the role of chairman is in good hands now with uh, Stefan. So um, I totally confirm.
3: Thank you. And I hope we can still count on your contribution and your support. So, sure. No problem. Perfect.
1: Well, thank you very much. It looks like there's exciting times ahead for smart packaging, for sure. That brings us to the end of today's podcast. So thank you very much again, Stefan and Dick, for joining us today and for being on the podcast. And uh, yeah, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in as well. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We have new podcasts coming out every month. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for your
3: interest. Thank
0: you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Consumers worldwide are now demanding sustainable packaging. Is your brand ready? At Smurfit Kappa, we use our global experience and local knowledge to create innovative packaging for the biggest brands. As a global leader in sustainability, we can help you find the solutions which are right for your business and right for the planet. Join the sustainable evolution. Contact us at smurfitkappa.com. Smurfit Kappa. Open the future.